Ramble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. Not just another episode, but our 100th episode. How have we talked for 100 hours? Our booties. I think we've sat here. We've definitely talked for more than 100 hours. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Truth or truth. Truth or truth. Truth or truth. How have people Mm. listened to us talk for 100 hours? Four days straight, roughly. Oh Thank my you. She did quick math. Quick yeah. math. Wow. 25, 25 cents in a dollar. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there yeah. We go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick yeah. math. Quick yeah. math. Well, our little mathematician over here is Maggie. Hello. We also have Aria. Hello, everybody. Matthew is here. Hello. Happy 100. And then we have our pixie and our pixie, Rainy and Miles. Woo! <laughs> Who have been here for. Let's see. Miles, you've been here for all a hundy. Yeah, since you popped Miles in. been on the keys. On the ones and twos. Miles <laughs> on the ones and twos. Yeah, that's right. ones and twos. And on the flute, we got Rainy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Rainy, how long have you worked for Second Try? Um, a little over since February. Last year. So not uh, okay. a year and three months. We've had our pick set, Rainy. Wow. wow. And then only recently, we got our boy, our sweet baby Hola. boy. I mean, our Matthew. sweet baby boy. He's been in our Hola. lives for much longer than that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. How many um, episodes did it take for us to peer pressure you into doing this with us? The first like 95. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's been so phoning true. it in the last 12. <laughs> but guys, 100. We've answered questions. We've deep dived on Reddit about assholes. Mm-hmm. We've talked about cults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've talked about interior design mm-hmm. and nursing mm-hmm. and book recommendations. Talked about makeup. We've talked about makeup. We've talked about we've talked about voting issues. Pop culture. Pop culture. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a favorite episode of the 100 episodes that you look back on and you're like, shit, that was fun. That was, it was, that was fun. pretty fun talking to both of your moms. Oh, we need to bring your yeah. moms up. Yes, we got we a little. My mom that. would love that. It'd be yeah. so fun. My mom. Next would time they're love. in town, pencil in on a Monday. Yeah, tell them they got to <laughs> yeah. visit. Our game night was fun. Yeah, that was the last time we had. Oh wine yeah, yeah, here. that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. That was body shots, pajamas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good <laughs> was party. Fun. So I wasn't here when you guys start. Why? You know, I wasn't with you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were dead. You were dead. I was a dead person. <laughs> no longer with us. So I want to know no <laughs> how you guys decided to start the podcast. Like, what was your genesis? Why? How did you decide on the name, the title, the concept? Mm-hmm. Like, what was your thought process behind that? Well, <sighs> it was so long ago. You just I can't know. remember. So long ago. I feel like I don't remember. 
a point where I was like, we should do a podcast more as I was told we're doing a podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I think that, I think that everybody recognizes I was that, <laughs> that as the significant others that we are the backbone of, uh, of this brand, True. of this company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, 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 the boys know it. They know that <laughs> like we are the better halves. And that is one of the, um, uh, names that we actually came up with was Better Halves. Oh. I think plus was, ones. Oh, the plus, plus ones. Plus ones yeah. was the one that I still need someone to make this podcast. I know. That's where it yeah. gave me like the Kardashian vibes where yeah. it was almost like, you know, like sort of tangentially related to people that are famous. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. Um, that was one of the throats. I said we should do it where we have other YouTuber Plus ones. Plus ones. Oh. So whoever the plus one to the party is. That's a great right. concept. I That's need someone segment. else to make you it. Get a lot of, you get a lot of back, like, you know, yeah. backstories. Absolutely. Someone who's listening, please make content. this podcast. It, it would have so to be fun. someone who who is a plus one, though. Yeah, I feel like that's the yeah. Better, I feel like you got to have yeah. type of thing. Yeah. You need to have like the shtick. Did you did you there. guys hesitate to join the podcast or to start on the podcast? Or were you just like full throttle? Let's go. Full throttle Fulmer over here. Full throttle Fulmer. I, I, She's in. you can yes, I, I am full throttle from, but I, I will say after the first couple of episodes, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I think I'm sharing too much about my life mm. because there's a very big <clears throat> distinction between doing YouTube videos or, uh, and, and living a life that you can curate and kind of, um, edit out. And -hmm. I know that we edit these, but it's very different Mm -hmm. where this is much more of like a, a background into our lives and a little bit of like a window into what we're thinking and who we are. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it was a difficult transition to become a person who was okay with that, mm-hmm. who was okay with sharing certain things publicly, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 I think in the beginning we kind of started in early 2020. So the first like couple few months I had a little bit of trouble being entertaining and like talking about one, I'm just like a very quiet and reserved person, but two, I wasn't doing a lot in my personal life. I was going Mm. to work. I was really burnt out and I just was not in a place where I'm like, I have so much to give. Like there's exciting things happening with Mm. me. I'm excited to share. So I think, um, getting a little bit more comfortable with that was fun. It was, it was great. Mm -hmm. I think I was hesitant only of the time we first came out with the podcast (laughs) Mm. because it was basically like uh, George Floyd was murdered and then we were launching a podcast. And so those first like couple episodes, Uh I definitely struggled with like, Mm. what, what is the point? Why are we doing this? What do we have to say? Does what we have to say even matter? Mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. sense of the world, which All I still right. struggle with, does what we have to say matter in the greater Absolutely. scheme of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, those first few, I would say, months of the mm-hmm. podcast, it was very like, I don't know. 
What is life? I don't know. How am I supposed to like make jokes and talk about entertaining things and keep it light when, mm-hmm. you know, outside it feels very opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And inside all you're feeling is like dark things, yeah. you know, and that's, that, that's all you're thinking about and all you really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be very difficult to, you know, walk into a room with people that you know and, and have a conversation that doesn't feel, I don't know, like, a conversation that you would normally have outside of that room perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think just jumping in with like <clears throat> heavier topics. Yeah. I will say I'm, I am very thankful for the podcast and, and all of the time that we have spent together right. because I, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like I have like, we've become deeper friends mm-hmm. and like, oh, yeah. not just uh, because we've been working together, but also just because we've shared a lot and there's this shared understanding of like, worth and mm-hmm. uh i don't know i i don't really know how to describe it but i appreciate all of you yeah oh me yeah. too yeah. Has, has the podcast made you realize anything about yourself i need to fact check things before i say them i can't just hear so don't believe everything everyone tells you uh, which i typically do yeah. Uh, every once in a while, I should shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> Maybe. Look at everyone. You know, those things I feel like apply to everyone. Yeah. I mean, you know. But specifically in this yeah. situation, like Ariel, Ariel, shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Mags? Um, I guess not be so much into your head about like saying the wrong thing, just because I know that we like edit and stuff, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. On that vein, how many times would you guys say you have gone to Miles or Rainey and said, can you just cut that out? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably like once a month. Yeah. yeah. Twice a month. Out of the hundred episodes, maybe a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get a little too comfortable. <laughs> I mean, we are friends after And all. I'm like, I don't know. Actually, I don't want my talk about that. that we yeah. don't want out there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just been about things like that where I'm like, oh, wait, I shouldn't have shared that story. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I forget. Sometimes, you know, there's probably some people that will be hurt by the fact that I shared that. Yeah. Or yeah, just I like think a little too much. For me, it's just you have to remember that everyone's going to listen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially like your mom. I heard listen. Listen. Yeah. So don't listen. say something you wouldn't want your mom to hear. I forget you know? that my mom listens sometimes. Yeah. And she's like, I heard you say that thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. I think about it every time yeah. we record that my mom listens, that your mom listens, that mm-hmm. your mom listens, and yeah. that your mom listens. I only say things that your mothers would approve of. <laughs> I cannot uh, say that I always stick to that, but <laughs> that's okay. Always forget, right? My mom yeah. also watches it on YouTube. So mm-hmm. uh, she knows when, when everything. I got my eyebrows done, she literally, she like texted me the next day and was like, is something wrong with your eyebrows? Oh, and I was like, you're like, ouch. Like, oh, even Third. in the wide? Like, come on. Good job, mom. Good job, mama. Come on, mom. <laughs> what was it like for you, Matt, joining this rambunctious group of ladies? Yeah, how's it going? I feel like it was easier to join than to start, like, when you guys started. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because then I already had yeah. role models that I could, like, look to and oh, model after stop. and stuff. Oh, you. inspiring you. So inspiring. Oh, my God. So inspiring. Um, yeah, so I felt like it was easier to do that, but then it was also... Kind of like Meg, just not being in your head and just yeah, letting mm-hmm. the, fl- the thoughts flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not to really hold back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, we're going to sure. play some of the greatest hits. <gasps> Ooh, greatest hits oh, of all really? time. Gosh. Look at this. And you're like, oh, this is what sex is supposed to look like. This is what sex is supposed to look like. When in reality, it's like slapping bodies together and like bodily fluid. And <laughs> it's like <laughs> more like aw- awkward at times, but... Just <laughs> <laughs> slapping bodies together. Becky, I did. Did you know that's what you thought about sex? That? Just slapping bodies, huh? I don't remember. I will say, <laughs> describing sex as slapping bodies, but it sounds like yeah, something I said. I mean, there's evidentiary support. There's evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I remember that Becky set boundaries when we first started the podcast, though. Mm. Oh, she yeah. Would, that she would not talk about sex between her and Keith. Yeah. I yeah, think that's a or good babies. rule. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No sex, um, no babies. Actually, my favorite thing that I noticed from that is everyone is more blonde in the, <laughs> less blonde in here than they are here. Everyone has more blonde yeah. hair now than they did in that. Oh my gosh, you're right, California baby. That's yeah. because it was in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, you know, we were not going to get our hair done. I think I just I mean, got, got my hair toned, scenario. so I was like extra dark in that. Yeah. yeah. What were we talking yeah. about? Sex. Sex. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sex. Slapping bodies. But I don't remember the context of why. I think maybe we were talking about sex like how <laughs> sex is portrayed in TV. On, oh, TV. on TV. And it's not like this like it magical moment. Lots of orgasms from just penetration. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt, you know, speak from your experience. Sex <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Tell us more. Slap that body Tell around. Tell us more, Becky. Next one. Next Slap one. Slap the body. I went to see. Why is it all me? Like, oh, I love Bo Burnham. Um, obviously. Oh my gosh. Obviously, I have a type in Bo Burnham. We watched at that theater. We watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire and saw Bo Burnham outside of the theater smoking a cigarette, being no, like, Bo, "Wow, no. wow, that was a good movie." And Zach was like, "That, Zach goes, that was Bo Burnham." I was like. Wow. <laughs> he's gotten so smart over the years. Yeah. I saw him when I was in high school at a show. I went to one of his concert fangirl corner. <laughs> I did not know. I thought, okay, Love you're, the bow. you have many celebrities. Why is it all me? I remember <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's one of them. They're usually tall comedians. Dark hair. Dark, you like dark hair? Uh, dark Vader? Oh, no. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yes, my big tree man. You could just climb him. Climb him. The glow tree. You're Just so look funny. at this 70s photo shoot and you'll understand. When you see him running in those shorts, Adam. 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 <laughs> okay, I did look up the 70s photo shoot after this podcast. I, and I was like, fuck me. Oh my God, Adam Driver. Okay, okay. I would say that is something that people do quote back at me. Like, I don't feel like people like quote anything to me, but people slide into my DMs or tweet at me and be like, I found this tree like man that you would <laughs> this like. Tree like, like man. Tree like has become my type, is tree like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I totally do love wrong, that this is know? a highlight reel of just Becky being sexually charged. I was just saying, we're reading. What's going on here? What's happening here? Becky's just horned up by Bo Burnham. <laughs> Speaking of horned up, this clip's called Everyone's Horny. Oh. Oh. 
I don't know. College is a weird time. Emma, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Close quarters. Lots of. Yeah. And so horny. Everyone's so horny. It's not how everyone else's college experience. That's <laughs> <laughs> just Rachel. Just Rachel. Okay, let's redact Ooh. that. Absolutely not. Never. Oh. I like the kind of look of disgust Rachel had when she said it. Yeah, Everyone's like, so horny. <laughs> Everyone's so horny. She drinks her little drink. <laughs> oh. So funny. This is, um, and Rachel was supposed to be here, but um, one of the little babes wasn't feeling well. Oh, <gasps> I know. So she's, she's hanging out with the babes. Our baby. This is called Fruit by the Foot. Well, I know what this is. It's targeted. Yes, I love sugar. It's so funny. We didn't really have Fruit by the Foots at my house. Me really? either. Mm-mm. We always had these and I always wanted Gushers. But now that I've grown, these are good. I also mm-hmm. love Fruit Roll-Ups. I think I like Fruit Roll-Ups mm. better than Fruit by the Foot. Whoa. We have Fruit Is roll-ups. that an unpopular opinion? They had tongue tattoos. Mm. I also don't think it's candy. I think it's a snack. You're a snack. You're cute, Jean. So. Oh my gosh, you guys with your so friends out I feel like everyone's faces during that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah I wish we were it's called a sugar high. Becky's eyes were wide. My eyes Everyone looked There's jazz. just so much fruit by the foot. There's so many. <laughs> hey, every time Jack puts fruit by the foot in the cabinet, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I think it's personally for me. Yeah, mm. I may be taking an extra one home. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Uh, this Thanks, from uh, this this next clip is from Mick Zizan. The most beautiful part about having a body is that it it's meant to house you throughout all of the changes, especially women's mm-hmm. bodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that episode. Mm-hmm. I was so bummed we weren't there. Mm-hmm. We're not moms. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We were out of town. I think. <laughs> I think we're actually out of town. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love that. I thought that episode was so good. That I love her. I started following episode. her on the gram. Me too. After Me that, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, some of a- my some of my favorite episodes have been the more serious ones as well. I feel like we do a yeah. good job of that. That Rachel's cancer journey episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. both very good. Mm-hmm. All right, this one's called Young Makeup. How did you get started in makeup and skincare? Yeah, I actually didn't wear, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup I when ask I you was that. younger mm-hmm. until I was like 16. Mm-hmm. But of course I like hid some in my locker. Yeah, who oh. doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. What, who doesn't? what did you hide? Like what was your, what was your? Oh my God, it was horrible. I I had, I have had like blue lipstick. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. frosted classic. Okay. <laughs> like okay. lip gloss yeah. that I would wear and then like black eyeliner. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I would like wash my face in the sink before I went home. Yeah. My mom took away my eyeliner once and I bold move. I was like, fine. And I went to the bathroom and I full on did Sharpie on my <gasps> eyeliner. <gasps> oh, I was an angsty teenager. How long oh, did it take to come off? I don't remember. <laughs> Maggie's like, it's still there. I was like, as <laughs> long as it stays, the better. <laughs> I used to wow. wear thick, like Crayola. Oh my eyeliner. god! Yeah. Hard into the emo face. Oh my god! Hard. You could not take my eyeliner Side away. Bang. Side bang too. <laughs> so do you still hide makeup in your locker, Becky? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I hide all my makeup. I have stashed all around here. I'm like a little squirrel. <laughs> Guys, all of our hair has gotten a lot lighter. <laughs> I know. Collective yeah. hair lightning journey. Yeah, yes. it's like we saw the saturation on the podcast. We're, we're like, like, I gotta go lighter. Oh, I know. I gotta go lighter. Yeah. What happened? My hair is just like morphing into the background. I think. Yeah, I kept getting. T- you know what it was? 
I think that was during the phase where I went lighter brown and they like bleached my whole head and I like wanted to go back to my natural color. So I kept putting toner on top of it. I was Mm. like, just cancel it out. Just cancel it it out. So I'm very dark. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) No. You guys no. were not making out by the bathroom. You did. Liar! <laughs> Look at her. She's been <laughs> caught. This is when no. Maggie lied about making she out with Sarah. I know. That was her first lie. And we did follow up with Maggie. Her if you want lie. us to cut this, we can cut that out. Embarrassing. She tried to hide because up in the hall. My mom listens to this and that wasn't a part of the date we met. <laughs> she didn't know. Neither does <laughs> I'm, <gasps> I'm pretending my mom still doesn't know. Don't tell her. But hey, this, it was a beautiful I mean, everyone meeting. knows it was now. Fun. It, it was love at first. Yeah. It was fun. It was love at first yeah. It was a gay bar. What did they expect? Yeah. 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 Everybody was making out in the line to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't just stand there and not. Yeah. Like, it would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. What else have you lied about, Margaret? <gasps> Anything? Oh. I gave Becky Caramel uh caramel M&M's for her birthday and she put I it she put it in the communal bowl and I was like and Keith was like I like the peanut butter one so I was like okay so I grabbed the caramel M&M's and I like start eating them and then Becky goes to the bowl she's like who ate my Maggie did you eat them I saw you and I was like no wasn't I gave her a second to tell the truth I I also had four caramel M&M's I just said someone opened the bag and Maggie's like I didn't and I was like liar (laughs) I wanted to die you Typical Maggie, why are you like this? <laughs> like, I saw the sugar. I did not stop. I like this. Dead. There oh were God. also, everyone brought candy. Yeah. I'd say that was the theme of the birthday party. But then when candy. we were at the ice cream, we were getting ice cream for your little ice cream party. I almost bought you a giant bag of the caramel M&M's. I was like, should I give it to her? And Zach was like, Maggie, you're just like waving more gasoline into the flame. Just like dig own it. You're just, just dig own it. it. I'm like, okay. Now I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. <laughs> for roll-ups. Oh. <laughs> for roll-ups wrapped in caramel uh, m Those of you who haven't had caramel M&M's. They're good. They are delicious. I have Your not, sugar. I, think I did not have any of said caramel M and M's. I didn't even see them, or else I feel like I would have eaten. That's because we ate them. Maggie and I ate them all. I okay. fully ate Becky's birthday gift. Whoops. I actually think Kimbap finished them off, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, oh goodness! They said chocolate. That little uh, slut. Oh my god. Slut. Uh, so Such good. a little slut. Mm. Oh, speaking of Becky's birthday, <sighs> mm. that was so fun. It was a fun birthday. Yes. Yeah. 33. <laughs> so good, huh, Becky? It's not? Why the, okay, so I don't know if the audience knows this. Hmm. It was just Wesley, Wesley's birthday, and I was cleaning out a drawer, and I had one through five candles <laughs> in, the, in the closet or the drawer. And my mom was like, we should put these on the cupcake for Wesley. How old is he? And I was like, five. Wes is five. All day, I put the little five candle in. I was running around like five, Wes is five, Wes is five. (laughs) My mom later told me, she's like, I didn't want to like overstep or say anything, but he seemed like a really young five. (laughs) And And your mom would know. (laughs) Yeah, because that was the age group she worked with. And I was like, no, no, no. And then I bring this cupcake out and I light it. And Ned just turns and goes, five. (laughs) 
he's four. (laughs) (laughs) And so I run back in the house to get the four candle. So all weekend of my 32nd birthday. Matt was telling people it was my 33rd birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Justice for Wesley. Justice for Wesley. Wesley. Yeah. Wait, I could have sworn you were actually 33. No. It worked. No, it worked. You'll always know my age because I was born in 1990. So whatever the year is, that's how old I am. That makes it so easy. Yeah. Oh, man. You just have to know what decade I'm in. Okay. But then it'll always be my birthday. That's yeah. so funny. It's yeah. the thirty third, your thirty third birthday. It's great, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Matt. Your big knows. bash. How old are Becky's you, Matt? Becky's back and all. Thirty. You're like forty um, minus twenty five. Forty two. Um, I'm actually having my twenty first birthday party this <laughs> oh, year. Are you? you know, oh wow! I'll bring. I'll bring some schnapps. Finally, go to the Abbey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done a lot of illegal things this year. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I mean, Ariel always brings me wine. Like you know? be your friend. <laughs> She's serving under age. I mean. We were I'm talking about oversharing. We're gonna not overshare that. <laughs> wow. uh, well, so one of, of Rainey's questions was: uh, Has has there many D- in DMs or emails that have like the re- has the reaction to the show been inspiring or emotional to you? As this thing, like hundreds of thousands of people listen to this show every single week. Well, okay, I was in Target like a year ago. Uh, Doing my normal Target thing, walking up and down the aisles. Does everybody else do that? You got to know what's in Target. Mm-hmm. You got to check everything oh, yeah. out. Okay, so th- this woman starts to follow me, and I'm what? kind of noticing she's that like she's security. She's not actually not steals. She goes to Target. Like, like, a big shoplifter. But like, I, oh, I, no. I sort of noticed that you know, like she was in most of the aisles that I was in, and I was like huh, she must be walking up and down the aisles too. Like, you know, maybe we, we, we both do this. We're both like, I don't know, just doing our thing. And uh, I'm in like the uh, pillow fort area, you know, like the kids stuff. And she kind of comes up and she's like, hi, I listen to your podcast. And I love it so much. And I literally, I could have like, I could have cried. I could have cried. Because I swear it was like the first time that somebody walked up to me not saying like, you're Ned's wife, right? You know, Mm -hmm. or or like, are you, you're like, you're with the Try Guys, right? You know, it was like, it was because of me. It was because of us. It was like for something that we did. And I I will always, always remember that. Thank you to that person who walked up to me at Target. <laughs> because it just, I, I swear, I was just the, the feeling that I got of like, wow, we are like reaching people and, and they're listening to like us. And not just because I'm married to the person that I'm married to, you know? Ah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meant a lot. I love looking at my DMs because people have started to update me on like questions that we've had. <gasps> That's happening like, to me too. Yes. Yeah, they'll be yes. like, I'm like last week, they're like, I'm Emma. And let me tell you about the love sack. Like what happened with this? Or they'll like uh, give me the updates on the, am I the asshole? Because they're like more into Reddit than <laughs> right. I am. And they'll be like, actually, this person did break up with their boyfriend because he was horrible. Oh and gosh, so I yeah. love all of those. And then I also like 
yeah, I, I like checking the DMs just to see what you guys think yeah. and like see what's resonating, what's not resonating mm-hmm. and like what we could improve upon. Mm-hmm. Always trying to improve. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love all, I love all that. I love my DMs too. I feel like very early on in the podcast, I shared that I love axolotls. So like every, I think at least (laughs) once a week, someone will send me a TikTok or like a stuffy or (laughs) something that reminds me of that when I wanted a really bad to have an axolotl, but they're illegal in California. So that always makes me smile. And I love that they're like illegal. Like they're like, they're illegal. They're invasive. They're illegal. But like, doesn't seem like such a bad thing, you know? Maggie, in my opinion, Maggie's going to be the tip of the iceberg on global warming. She's going to release the axolotls, <laughs> free them, eating her fruit by the foot. Be free, be free. <laughs> oh no! Anyway, so I just feel like all our listeners are kind of like family members, and that they like mm. send me little axolotls mm. for Christmas every year, yeah. you know, or for my birthday. Aww. So it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. I've also been stopped in public. I was at Smorgasbord. <laughs> in on a Sunday once and someone was like are you Maggie and I was like do you watch the try guys and they're like no I listen to your podcast and I always just like assume that it's just because of that so it's it's really cool to like listen that people actually listen to us and yeah yeah um, Becky, you have to go you guys normally I would stay for an entire episode because uh love Love, love. It's our hundredth. But I love, love so much that my best friend's getting engaged. This is so exciting. Surprise engagement. And you get to be there. Congratulations to be there. Yes. If you were a fan of the early, if you watched mine and Keith's wedding video, Hannah, who did a wonderful job at interviewing all the bridesmaids and uh, sort of narrated part of the video. Mm-hmm. It's her. She's getting engaged. So she doesn't know. So. She doesn't know. It's a surprise. <laughs> so I have to go help get the surprise ready. Yeah. And I'm so excited. It's so going to be so fun. Later. Okay. And I'll tell you so how it was. I'll send pictures. You better. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I assume she'll say yes. Otherwise. Oh, yeah. Otherwise they will redact it. They've <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> Remember, we had that sort of otherwise number one rule. This. If you're going to get engaged, make sure you talk about it first. Yeah. Yeah. They've talked about it. She just doesn't know when. <gasps> That is exciting. Yeah. It's going to be so good. I hope she did her hair today. I know. Okay, <laughs> I well, she did her anniversary, so they're going out for dinner. So uh, I think okay. he told her so to like... She'll be presentable. She'll be, yeah, she'll be feeling good. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I hope. It's so exciting. I'm going to burst. Okay. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye, bye, you guys. Have fun. <laughs> well, oh, gosh, speaking of engagements... Angaji. Uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit about, we get a lot of questions about relationships. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of questions about breakups. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> those, those are, I feel like those are relationships, right? Yeah. Relationships. yeah. Start of relationship, together, ends of breaking relationship. Breaking up, getting married, engaged. Yeah. All the things. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't, stop, now I can't stop thinking about just like engagements and just how exciting it is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever told your engagement story? Oh, Absolutely. multiple times you've heard my engagement story yeah i have yeah it was it was told on the pod yeah my my nails were not done my nails nails were not not done and i have photos to prove it and i'm not happy about it (laughs) nobody told me to get dressed for my engagement (laughs) i was not told i was not did you guys talk about it before though Uh, not really yes and no Okay. We talked about it after, certainly. We've gotten a lot of questions about exes and breakups. So we, Rainey's compiled a list of questions that we should just like 
chat about. So the first one is, would you rather be broken up with or break up with someone? Mm. It depends. Matt, how mm. many relationships have you been in? Like five. Okay. Yeah. And how many of them did you break up with? I think like either mutual uh-huh. or I broke up with them. I don't think I've ever been broken up with. <gasps> wow. Heartbreaker. Okay. Or no judgment. Psychological manipulation for them to break up with. You, you know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. So sure. they would want to break up with you. One hundred percent. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Because yeah. yeah. I feel like if you really want to break up with someone because they did something wrong to you, it's like vindicative. Right. Is that a word? Vindicate. Like it vindicates yeah. your feelings. Kind vindicative. of kind of get back, get back at them a little bit. Mm. You know? Yeah. Versus like if you wanted to be in a amicable experience it's better for both people to come to that conclusion together mm. right mm-hmm. maggie how many people have you been in a relationship with i don't know it's just too many to count it's also, oh God, maggie, it's, it's so popular. <laughs> before i met zach i was on a date i was on dating app so like i just mm. like would date people like here and there but it's kind of a like a I question was, of how do you define yeah, a relationship. I got, yeah. I got out of a pretty serious like high school relationship. And so trying to move on was like kind of hard for me. Mm. I was like very like everything made me cringe. Like all the guys that I was dating on the apps all just yeah. made me cringe. So I was like very much the cringy girl. Like everything was like, <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's, uh. Something so, was always wrong. Yeah. Like that you could, you could always find something wrong with the person. Yeah. So I never or, strung it along for too long. Mm. Um, but you were just looking for the right guy. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I guess I feel like they both make me feel icky. Breaking up with someone, being broken up with, and I think it just depends on the other person. But so it's mm. like a control thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then, if you have control of the situation, then you have better control of your feelings versus mm-hmm. being like right on to you, mm-hmm. right? But. I mean, if you think about kind of why you're breaking up with someone, right? Like, why do you feel as if you need to hurt them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It, it, like in that case, it, I I feel like it's a situation where um, like you probably could break up amicably, like you were saying, but you want to have the upper hand mm-hmm. and you want to to hurt them and get out of this relationship with like, with your pride intact. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas a, an amicable uh, breakup is, I don't know, it feels a little bit more mature, mm-hmm. I guess, where it's like you, you're you not hurt by the person and you both agree that, okay, this isn't working anymore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's usually the a good way to go is if you are in a relationship and you realize that this isn't working, you know, uh, go to the other person, find out if it's not working for them too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then break up in, a, in an amicable way rather than, um, fiery. Yeah. Fiery. Going like, to the person being like, like most, this is over, you know, breakups happen in your younger years. Mm-hmm. Sure. Also when you're not as emotionally developed, right. Not as mature. You haven't had those life experiences. Or you don't really know yourself mm-hmm. in that way. So I feel like that's why there's so many like explosive breakups or bad breakups or yeah. so true. crazy things that happen like in your teens and your twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
Oh, I had a terrible breakup in college. Yeah. Where I broke up with this guy. Yeah. He he cried. Oh, that's always <laughs> so in front of you. He cried. What's up? He cried in front of you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it was it, it was oh, also a logistically difficult situation because mm. uh, he was on um, he was on his like um, your. Uh, What's it called? It's not his year abroad. It's gap year. Yeah, no, he he wasn't on his gap year. That was something that I did. But like <laughs> a normal person at, at in in college would do uh, a semester break. abroad. Oh. Mm. So he was on his semester abroad in Budapest, mm. and I went to go visit him uh, during Christmas time, um, or like during Christmas, like the holiday yeah. break, and um, uh, and I had realized before that that I didn't want to be with him anymore. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll see how it goes. I'm going to show up, you know, uh, and I showed up and like the first night that we were out together and he's like showing off his, his apartment in Budapest and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I really don't like you. Really don't like you. Oh my goodness. And so I, I couldn't, I couldn't fake it. I couldn't just pretend that I liked being in a relationship with this person. And so I was supposed to be there for an entire week and I broke up with him on the first night. Oof. And I, what slept, did you do? I slept on his couch for two nights and then I got a plane back home or like, and home was London at the time. So it wasn't like a, like a terrible, you know, it was like a, just a, yeah. uh, a small flight. Um, and, uh, and he was supposed to go, skiing with my family after Christmas and he had like brought his skis to Budapest because like this is this is the sort of person that he was and um and and so he was like so mad he was like can I still go skiing with your family and I was like no you can't go skiing with my family oh god absolutely not it was like it, it, it wasn't even like a really fiery breakup. It was just so logistically difficult yeah. that it turned into this really terrible situation where like we were both very resentful of each other. And then when we went back to school, I he never spoke to me. He wouldn't even make eye Are contact you, yeah, with Yeah, that's me. another thing. Do you stay friends with your exes? Mm. I feel like not. I, I mean, I haven't really. I you haven't? Like, no. Yeah. It's hard. It's really It's hard. really yeah. difficult to like draw a boundary and go backwards in my opinion mm-hmm. and in my experience. Yeah. Kudos to anyone who can do it. I think, yeah, it's probably possible, but I think it's too hard yeah. for most people. Yeah. Rainy, do you want to read us the listener question? Oh, sure. Hey guys, I was in a relationship with a guy I met online from July, 2020 to May, 2021. Parentheses, technically, we never called what we had a relationship, but in hindsight, dot, 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 it totally was. End parentheses. We had a nasty breakup, but ultimately decided to remain friends and have been on speaking terms for the past 10 months, despite no longer being an item. <laughs> he started talking to me less and less starting in January after starting the Disney college program. Even though he claimed it was just because he was busy, I assumed it was because he was starting to see someone else and didn't want to make things awkward between us. And as it turns out, he is, exclamation point. He just told me that he went on a first date with someone new. Like he told me this 25 minutes ago and I still haven't responded because I started shaking. I'm not particularly mad anymore, just dot, 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 let down. 
My question is, how do I process whatever I'm feeling and still keep up the friendship we have while feeling weird about him seeing someone else? Or should I just end things since it seems like he has been trying to do that lately? I really don't want that to happen because I do value our friendship and we've become a source of emotional support for one another, especially since we connected during some tough times in my life on top of the tough times in everyone's lives pandemic everybody's mm-hmm. lives in the pandemic mm. thank you so much for thank you so much and i love listening to the podcast parentheses and he's never listened to y'all so no worries about him hearing this uh, <laughs> that is very exposed. complicated i are they broken up are they not broken up uh it, it seems like they're broken up i don't think they were ever together it's a thing mm. interesting like if if you were in that situation maggie what would you do mm. You had never I, fully defined what you guys were. Right. He went away. Yeah. And s- stopped talking too as much. Basically, right is kind of what it boils down to. Yeah. I guess there's not really time for closure whatsoever. So how are you supposed to emotionally like face these feelings that you're having related to this situation? I think it's almost easier to just kind of cut it off. If it were me, if it were me, but I mean, if you value the friendship with him, because now the way I think of it is now it's not just her and him anymore, right? He is a new person. Mm -hmm. So by her still looking to him for emotional support, how is that being fair to the new person too? Right. right? So you would hope that other people would think about that, you know, around like your next boyfriend or someone that you would meet. So, you know, kind of what you put out in the world, your karma existence or whatever, Mm -hmm. I feel like is a good thing to think about too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she needs to get some type of emotional support or some needs met that way. Mm-hmm. But is he really the right person to do it? Yeah. Mm. At this point in time, right? I love that in this moment you are thinking about the other woman, <laughs> Matthew. Um, well, the other thing to me is like they were never officially together and they never had that conversation. So, for a lot of people, if they don't have that boundary set, mm-hmm. they're going to do whatever they want. Yeah. But she clearly feels like they were in a relationship. Yeah. You know, yeah. they just never had the, the talk after date three, like mm-hmm. what we doing, right? We, we casual, mm-hmm. we serious. Yeah. What we doing? You know, I it's like, she feels like they're serious, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's seeing somebody else now. Yeah. And so for her, for her own boundaries, I, I 100% say, let it go, cut yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to do this for you. Yeah. Because I think mm-hmm. it might be harder for her emotionally to get to a place where she wants to be than it will be for him. Cause he's obviously moved on to somebody else. So yeah. mm-hmm. he's not giving her the same treatment re- yeah, or respect even mm-hmm. right. that she's giving him. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. There's an imbalance there mm-hmm. that, that like isn't serving her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find your emotional support elsewhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, yeah, you gotta do it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. When it comes to that sort of thing, you you yes, think you have to think about your yourself mm-hmm. and and the other. I, I I seriously do love how you like. Who else would think about the other woman except for well, it's Matthew? Less, it's more so. It's thinking about yourself by putting yourself in the other person's shoes, mm-hmm. right? Because like, okay, the next person you date, what if they had just done that to someone? Right. Right. And then, do you want? How would you feel if you had that like woman was clamoring after your man? Right. Right. 
Yeah, so it's absolutely. kind of like the same. So it's kind of begetting yourself by putting yourself in her shoes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. weird. She's cyclical like realizing thing. that this, this doesn't serve anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably, that's probably a better way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gone. He's got to be gone. Gone. Bye. Yeah. He doesn't deserve your friendship nor your time. No. Should we read another question? Yeah. Here we go. Another breakup question. I am 23 and I'm about to move to a different city to start my PhD. Congrats. That's very exciting. Yeah, that's huge. Accomplishment. I'm also going through my first breakup. My long time, almost three years now, ex-girlfriend and I were each other's first everything. Wow. My ex senior in college says that while she was still, why she still loved me, she's unsure about what she really wants from her future that she needs to figure herself out and that she's started feeling trapped by our relationship. Mm. It's hard to hear. I was originally very excited to move and get started on my PhD, but because of what happened to my relationship, I've been feeling scared and anxious about moving away. I do have social anxiety and I thought that I'd at least always have my girlfriend to count on and video call if I got lonely, but clearly that's gone down the drain. Mm. Have you ever moved to a completely different city alone and how did you make friends? Yeah, 100%. This is a very difficult situation, but it's not, you know, you moving for your PhD and it's, it's two very different things. You know, it's, yeah. you're going through a breakup and you are starting this new chapter in your life. And the fact that they aren't happening together, it shouldn't, it shouldn't make the fact that you're starting your PhD any less. It's a big deal what you're doing and you don't, you don't need your girlfriend to, to do this, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is, this is something that you have accomplished yourself and you can accomplish so much more. Uh, It like grieve, the relationship that you had and, and move on. Yeah. For me, it's, it shows that everyone needs a support system Mm -hmm. in their life. Right. So that even if people come and go, you always have other people that are there to help support you along the way. Right. And on a macro level, you're having two different stressors happen at the same time. And those unfortunate, it doesn't mean that you can't handle both. Right. Starting over in a new city, just moving is harder than changing kind of your job, right? Cause you're in a PhD. That's hard. And then you're also going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. That's hard. So it's multiple things at once. Yeah. Um, it's a big trust yourself moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust yeah, you that you'll figure it out. Yeah. And invest in yourself moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause the best investment you can make is in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And doing a PhD is, you know, it's huge, huge. <laughs> but I think our other question was, how do you make new friends when you're moving oh. to a new city? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's honestly probably easier to make new friends if you're single. I agree. Right? Especially moving to a new place. Mm -hmm. You know, new environment, new bars. Yeah. I mean, if there's a scene, if you have to think about like another person, you're going to have a lot more mobility. Yeah. 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 If there's a bunch of people starting the same program, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're still, you're still in school. There are so many people to get to know. And, and you can really pick and choose too. When you're, when you're single, you can like, 
you can decide who you want to be friends with. You don't have to be friends with somebody just because your girlfriend's friends with them. You know, right. like think about who you are, who you want to be and, and who you want your friends to be and what, what qualities you want them to bring out in you. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to, do you want to find the, the, the crazy party friend <laughs> or do you want to find the stay at home and watch reruns of friends friend? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm assuming she's a lesbian. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, so there's also, you know, great affinity groups normally mm-hmm, at universities sure. where you can meet other LGBT people. Right. You know, those can be fast friendships because you already have stuff in common. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's always a great place to start or just finding a local hangout. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's hard when you're, you know, when you're 23 because yeah. you're nearing your quarter life crisis, which is totally a thing. Yeah. <laughs> totally a thing. Yeah. Uh, you're nearing that time in your life where you are, you're reconsidering like, who am I? What do I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and if she's been in a three year relationship, this, this is somebody who has defined the last three years of her life. Mm-hmm. And so moving on into the, like the next stage, she thought that it was going to include this person and yeah. now it's not. Yeah. And that's, that's really scary. That's like jumping into, that's like jumping into a super cold pool. Yeah. yeah. You know, when uh, like, and her, she, she admitted to having a little bit of social anxiety too. So not having mm-hmm. someone as like your emotional security blanket is also very hard for someone who right. struggles with that. So it's growth opportunity. Yeah. Right. I would say. Yeah. Right. Do you guys ever have social anxiety? Like, I don't know if you are going to a party where there's going to be, people that you don't know or uh, people that you think, okay, cl- clearly I have social anxiety. Where <laughs> I'm like, I'm very much thinking about situations that I, I have usually, thought of before. I usually am like not excited to go, mm-hmm. you know, especially to different events where I don't feel like I'm the key demographic, mm-hmm. you know, cause Eugene sure. goes to a lot of Asian American things and right. I don't fit that persona obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then sometimes I'm like, okay, well I don't feel like I really belong there. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm like the plus one mm-hmm. and I don't know everyone there or I've only met a couple. Of, so it's kind of like a weird, but you want to be there to middle support area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants you there mm-hmm. just like as his security blanket. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when I was single, it would always be so much fun just to go out and you can meet people, right? Because yeah. if you ditch your friends, yeah, they might be mad at you a little bit, but it's fine, right? You can glob onto another group of friends or meet someone and go have a fun time or whatever. <laughs> so it's a lot easier. Your social mobility in a situation, you don't really have to think about other people. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're absolutely. kind of single, you're by yourself. And if you meet if you meet one person that introduces you to one or two other people, like in a city, you've got it made then, you know, because you just, you just have to show up. Yeah. yeah. You just got to show up. If someone yeah. invites you to something, just show up. Yeah. And being <laughs> single, you have yeah. to be a little bit more intentional with your time. So like, are we, what are we doing tonight? Self? Are we <laughs> going out to go socialize yeah. with friends or are we going to binge this like new TV show that you've been excited about? So mm-hmm. I think that being intentional with yourself mm. is serving you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to just worry about a second person and like their feelings or if they're uncomfortable being in a certain, in a certain social setting than you are. And yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that thought of like being very intentional with yourself mm-hmm. where if you're in a relationship, you, you don't have the luxury of doing that because you, 
you are the plus one or mm-hmm. you are the the security blanket for somebody who has a plan mm-hmm. or you're making a plan together mm-hmm. uh, instead of really looking at your feelings and your values and saying, okay, well, what do I want to do tonight? I, I, you know, I feel like I've been a little uh, antisocial recently, mm-hmm. or I've, I've, I'm feeling a lot of feelings of loneliness. Maybe I want to go out and have somebody buy me a drink at a bar or something, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. 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 And I feel like it's when you're 23, you're still kind of finding yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in your thirties, you're finding yourself, but especially in your twenties, so it's good to spend time on yourself and for yourself mm-hmm. instead Absolutely. of defining yourself by someone else. Yeah. So if I were her, I'd look at this as an opportunity yeah. and not a detriment. And that she has all these great things that she can do now mm-hmm. and different way of thinking and to just plunge into it. Imagine if you were going through this breakup and you had to see your ex all the time and all of your ex's friends and all of your friends who you have defined your relationship with them as your relationship mm. with your ex. Mm. This this is an opportunity for you. A new chapter, a new city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take advantage. Yeah. Be, it, be, be whoever you want. Right. Be whoever you want. Be whoever you want. Go crazy, girl. Exactly. <laughs> what? Wow. That's wow. been our 100th episode. It got really serious after Becky left, you guys. Yeah. Talk about, talk about breakups, am I right? Serious. <laughs> Bye, Becky. Just kidding. Bye, Becky. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, man. Okay. Well, thank you all for uh, 100 beautiful episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, We are so pleased that you have been on this journey with us. And we are so excited to keep going and going and going and going. If you will keep listening, we will keep talking. Um, Keep sending in questions. Keep sending in questions. Keep wearing your masks. Keep peeing after sex. Get vaccinated. What am I missing? Becky's so much better at this than I am. (laughs) Get vaxxed, get boosted. Get vaxxed, get boosted. Just love on all your friends. Uh, Kiss all the puppies. Um, Ooh, we're adding some. We're adding some. Yeah, this week. yeah. Now, now I'm just just going off the top of my head. Um, don't touch other people's babies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can stop there. I, this is getting silly. Um, okay, love you all. Bye. Bye.